are the inspiration for the previous episode uh, was my godmother asking me uh, hey how about you do an episode on why it is that different people see the same things so very differently you know, and uh, I used the example of a war that's been on foot recently uh, between Armenia and Azerbaijan to explore that question. Uh, but the thing is, my godmother asked me, you know, for my for my take on that. I just I just had a thought which might um, flesh out the question a little bit more interestingly um, and briefly. What if she had asked Charles Darwin that question instead of me? I think the answer would have been a lot more interesting, you know. And I think that um, Charles Darwin might have suggested, you know, because this seems like a human frailty, a human fault, you know, that um, two different people can be presented with the same set of facts about something. You know, let's let's say two different people in uh, the Bible Belt of America and one of them's a dead set Christian happy clap you know the whole bit um, and the other one is an atheist and um, they both stumble across a dinosaur bone you know and um, and, um, and they uh, get it analyzed and um, and after um, that analysis comes back, and both of them are intelligent, by the way, bright, uh, one of them says, oh, I don't care, the Earth is still 6,000 years old. And, uh, the, and the other one says, well, this dinosaur bone is 65 million years old, so... Um, and they have a punch-up, you know. Okay. So two different people. Are, and both equally bright. Let's make them both equally bright. Yeah? And I discussed how those two people could see things so differently from each other, given the same set of evidence, let's say. Okay. Now, what would Darwin make of um, that question if my godmother had asked Darwin you know, to comment on this seeming human frailty you know, these two people in the Midwest of America or whatever, um, seeing things so differently, you know. Two men say they are Jesus. One of them must be wrong. Well, you know, um, Darwin might say all these faults you see in humans, the things that annoy you, you know, uh, two, you know, two countries back in the Middle Ages... Uh, slaughtering each other, or countries, you know, two mobs, slaughtering each other, um, uh, both of them, let's say Crusaders and the Byzantines, you know, Christians on both sides, slaughtering, 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 well, actually, it's just the Crusaders were doing the slaughtering on that occasion, mostly, I think, um, the Byzantines were counting their gold, you know, it's better to arm up, yeah, steal, uh, Iron. 
Anyway, um, Darwin might say, all these faults, you keep calling them faults. Um, I call them competitive advantages. Um, it is all these faults, these seeming faults, that have seen us as the top monkey in the zoo on this planet. Um, all other human sort of, you know, homo sort of um, apes that were, in, you know, we've outcompeted them all. You know, maybe some of those mobs were a little bit nicer than us, the Neanderthals or whatever. Maybe they weren't, but we outcompeted them uh, for all sorts of reasons. Um, look, there were all uh, possible versions of us which could have survived through to the 21st century um, the version that has survived through the 21st century was the most competitive anyone who was not like us did not compete well with us yeah. now they may have been nicer you know um, but um, there's nice and there's dead. Um, some people say that England, for example, should have been a lot nicer at the time of uh, they were invading Australia. But um, arguably, if they were any nicer, they might not they might not have survived through to eighteen fifteen. You know, after Waterloo. You know, um, if the English didn't see things in what you might call a completely biased way, that, you know, the English are the best and all that sort of stuff. Rural Britannia, we will never be slaves, we're the best, we're the smartest, we're everything. You know, if they didn't have that attitude, would they have survived Hitler? Would they have su survived um, the Blitz? You know, would they uh, survive? I've been studying the Ethiopians recently, actually. And um, they firmly, they have it in their heads, most, a lot of them, most of them, as a fact that they are literally descended from Solomon and the Queen of Sheba. Now, from my perspective, and they don't even question these ones, whether Solomon and the Queen of Sheba even existed. They just assume that Solomon and the Queen of Sheba did. They call the Queen of Sheba Machida or something like that, you know. She has to have a name. If she is the Queen of Sheba, she's not necessarily Queen Sheba, is she? Yeah, that's like saying Queen Elizabeth's Queen England. Um, it, now, I may criticise the Ethiopians for uh, holding in their heads as fact uh, something that's clearly legendary. Clearly legendary. Yeah, possibly true. On one level, you know, the details of it would be clear, uh, clearly legendary. You know. And they hold it in their heads, most of them, I think, or a lot of them, as fact that the Ark of the Covenant has magical powers and uh, sits in Ethiopia to this day. The, the proper one, the right one, the real one. Okay, now, now I doubt it. You know, they won't let us in there to carbon date the thing, you know. Uh, it's hidden away in some church or something. They won't let us carbon date it, you know. Smart move. You might say that's a fault. You know, science is everything. 
but would they have survived through now they're the one of the oldest civilizations in the world in their current kind of form three thousand years you know and the indigenous australians well only fifty thousand years old <laughs> sorry bad example but very old three thousand years the ethiopians never colonized now had they been more what i would call rational but there's even a, they might not have survived it's a survival instinct darwin might have argued to have these so-called faults of seeing things from your perspective but not from the other guy's perspective so i think um there's a mob at the north of ethiopia there's a war in the, over there at the moment. i've been talking about armenia versus azerbaijan now there's a mob at the north of ethiopia at the moment in pitched battle uh, they're getting invaded and attacked by, you know, don't worry, another mob, uh, which is not all that different from themselves, you know, but they are different. Now, the Tigrayans hold, I've met a few, they hold it in their head as fact that they are, I hate to say it, uh, more sophisticated than the other mobs in Ethiopia. They're above, they're smarter, they're a bit more educated, they're more advanced, less primitive. Look, you'd have to get to know them, but I think they hold it in their heads that they are the true um, descendants of, you know, the Aksumite kingdom. I mean, the Aksumite kingdom was so long ago, you know, you'd want to do a DNA sample, wouldn't you, to see which people were the descendants of those Aksumites of old. They're a great civilization way back in time. We know where Aksum was or where it was centered. Um, but as to the people, well, you know, all through Ethiopian history, there were warlords crisscrossing Ethiopia and all that. You, know, you don't know who's from where, really, you know. Um, you know so it's been constant warfare for, for 2,000 years over there. But the point is, the people in the north of Ethiopia hold it in their heads as fact. These certain things that I would call not much more than made-up stories, most likely legends at best. Yeah. But I would never dissuade them. I don't think it's fault. Darwin would not suggest it's fault for them to believe these things as true. It's what? You know, this feeling that they are, you know, some sort of God's chosen in that sense has made them survive all this time. And they're a remarkable culture in um, Africa the only culture that didn't get colonised in the scramble for Africa, along with Liberia, but Liberia had um, US links, that's a long story. Um, but, you know, isn't that something that Ethiopia never got colonised when everyone else was getting colonised? Uh, also, I don't, you don't count Mussolini. Yeah. Um, that was a, a very short-term occupation, it wasn't a colonisation. Uh, and um, I, I suspect a lot of it, um, Abyssinians, as we called them then, um, when Muslim, when the Italians colonised, so-called colonised them, um, a lot of people living out of the city centres wouldn't have even been, never saw an Italian and weren't aware that they had been colonised. Would you call that a colonisation? The indigenous Australians know they've been colonised. The Ethiopians were never colonised. To be colonised, you've got to know that you were colonised. Um, but yeah, you know, speaking, look, they're kind of kind of Jewish. The people in the north of Ethiopia, the Tigrayans, and to a certain extent the Amharans, you know, or certain groups within the Amharans and all that sort of stuff. But they're kind of Jewish. 
Um, they go way, way back before Jesus. They were Jesus before Jesus was Jesus, you know, because Jesus was just part of that Jewish culture, and so are the Ethiopians. They go back in Christianity, uh, so to speak, because um, Christianity is just a Jewish sect, you know. Um, they go back in that culture far, far before uh, Jesus, whichever way you slice it. Um, you know. um, but speaking of um, people holding in their heads as truths, things that don't necessarily, aren't necessarily true, take the Jews. You know, no one admires the Jews more than me even though I admire the Romans who absolutely scattered them to the four winds in, what was it, 79 BC or something? Um, uh, the Romans were the ones who uh, originally smashed Jerusalem and scattered the Jews to the four corners of the earth um, and up into Germany, outside of Rome, in the old days. Um, only for Hitler to find them up there, two thousand years later, not quite. Um, but um, take the Jews. Now, is it a fault that they held in their heads something that I would describe as a ludicrous set of facts in their time? Uh, there were two superpowers way, way back when um, in the area. Canaan. <laughs> oh, there you go. There's one. Abraham, you know, had to get out of Ur you know, in Iraq. He held it in his head as true, legendarily, um, that God had from, you know, he looked around and there was this really lovely place called Canaan. And he held it in his head as true that he owned it. <laughs> he came from Iraq or somewhere, you know. Now, that's ludicrous. You know, how can he do that, you know? And, um, and he looked over at Canaan and he said, that's mine, God promised me that. Um, I own it. And there's people there, Canaanites. <laughs> anyway, it's ludicrous, isn't it? And yet, he ended up there by simply believing that. You know, is it a fault that he believed that? Abraham, the legendary Abraham, one way or another the Israelis got over there. You know, sorry, the, you know, the Israelites and... I don't even know. Um, so, and um, and their attitude uh, to the indigenous peoples who were in that land was they were trespassers. <laughs> a little bit like you know, and this is how we Europeans, who you know, we English, who were kind of you know, we read our Bibles. <laughs> And we read all that when we were coming across here to Australia and um, we found indigenous people here too and we kind of thought they were trespassing too. You know, we got our moral authority from the Bible. Thanks, Jews. <laughs> but um, is it a fault that people think like this, you know? And if Ethiopians didn't think the way they thought, you know, which, was, which is a, kind of a wickety-whack way of thinking as far as I'm concerned, you know, I might say that, but they they wouldn't exist but for thinking like that. And the English, I think they were terrible people for what they did to the Indigenous Australians. But but for that, they wouldn't have lasted as long as the Indigenous Australians. The English would have been wiped out by Napoleon or something, you know. 
Um, you know, like if you were sitting back in Australia here in eighteen thirteen, I keep forgetting when the Napoleon when Waterloo was. I think it's eighteen fourteen. It doesn't matter. But just before the uh, the Battle of Waterloo, if I was sitting here in Australia and I was looking at some, you know, some indigenous people over there, you know, sitting under a tree, and here's me, an Englishman, I was saying, I wonder what's going to last longer here, England or this indigenous mob over here? And, you know, being an Irishman as I am actually, a bit of a mixture, mongrel, um, I might take even a bet. I would have taken a bet on that one. I would have said, I reckon that the, the, the mob of Wurundjeri people over there are going to last longer than the English because Napoleon, you know. Um, so the English had a wickety-whack idea of um, themselves as being better, smarter, all that sort of stuff. Superiority complex, white supremacists, the whole bit. Now... Darwin might argue that it's all right, it seems bad, but isn't that what makes humans competitive? Isn't that what's made us survive longer than the Neanderthals? Yeah. And um, so on and so forth, you know. Um, so that's that. And even amongst it. Oh, and the Jews, going back to them for a second, um, it came to pass that, you know, they ended up a... A poor, you know, a shepherd race, and powerless shepherd race in in the land they stole, um, Canaan, now called Israel, um, wedged between two massive superpowers, Egypt and Babylon. And those two cultures, Egypt and Babylon, they were like China and the US back then, you know. Um, they took turns at making slaves out of the Jews. The Jews were nothing. Jews chose to believe themselves to be bigger than the Egyptians and the Babylonians. Now, if they had told me that back then, I would have said, you guys are nuts, wickety-whacked. You're not operating on logic, facts, rationalism, whatever. It's not true. Egypt is massively more powerful. And they say, oh, no, well, you know, we're descended from this guy called Moses who was on speaking terms, best mates, sort of almost brothers with the pharaoh. You know, that, I say, how do you know that? And, I say, Cause, and they say, because we just wrote it down. <laughs> we just made it up. And I say, all right, so the pharaoh of Egypt, you know, the god, he's a god, um, was just mates with one of you lot, you know? And they say, yeah. I say, and, and this is because you wrote that down. And they say, yeah. And I said, bullshit. You're just making that up. But the fact that they made that up, you know, um, and they would have had to, there's no way. You know. um, is that a fault? Or is that a survival mechanism? You know, and um, I don't see any Egypt on the planet right now. The Egypt we've got on the planet right now, you know, they think like Arabs. I think they're Arabs. You know, they're culturally Arabs, aren't they? Um, they may be sort of, they may have similarities in their DNA. So I haven't done a DNA test on the Egyptians, but they, they don't. They, do you know they they couldn't even read their own language, their hieroglyphics? 
um, up until recently, and that was only because the French and the English taught them how to. The Egyptians were wiped out. Um, and the Babylonians, they're gone too, in essence. You know, the, the ancient Babylonians, that culture. The ancient Egyptians are gone. Um, oh, who's the only superpower left right now in the Middle East? That's Israel, isn't it? See? Um, Darwin might argue that it's not necessarily a fault if you um, if you if two different humans see the same thing very very differently those two humans are success stories both of them they see things and it can be irritating and everything the fact that you know I can be an outsider I was listening to that guy uh, the Prime Minister of uh, Azerbaijan in the Armenian versus Azerbaijan uh, war recently and I was listening to the Armenian too you know, some spokesperson for the Armenians, and both of them were saying that, you know, the other guy was the bad guy. And I was saying, hang on, as an Australian, I can see that, you know, actually that one was really, you know, of all wars I've ever sort of observed, that one there, I couldn't see who was right and who was wrong. They both looked equally right and equally wrong, but they didn't think that. And hang on one second. Oh, no, another five minutes. No, they're not. How do they, they, how can pizzas sound oh, burning? Smell, smell, smell all right, yeah. I, I'm going to finish this off, you know what I was getting at. Yeah, all right, I'll push you on this way, yeah. I got interrupted, that'll do. You know where I was going with all of that. It's not necessarily me.